Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Asher Sales Sense. Brought to you by Asher Strategies, the only global sales training company that integrates leading sales methodologies and the latest neuroscience studies into a simple and repeatable 10-step process. Thank you, Paul. Paul is our announcer for Asher Sales Sense, and I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Strategies studio in Washington, D.C. Our host today is Kyla O'Connell, Senior Partner and Sales Facilitator at Asher Strategies. Kyla's guest is Susan Finch, Vice President for Operations at the Funnel Media Group and Head of Susan Finch Solutions in Beaverton, Oregon. The title of the show is How Not to Look and Sound Like an Idiot During Online Meetings. Kyla, over to you. Thank you, Dave, and welcome, Susan. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank you. I love getting that call from Dave saying, would you like to be on with Kyla? Of course. (laughs) Well, thank you. I was equally excited to learn that we were going to be interviewing you today because I just find your background and, and what you work on so interesting and fun. So maybe we should start today by just giving our listeners just a, a little context of your background. Well, thank you. I started out in marketing and PR back in the mid 80s. I worked for a rubber boat company, you might say. It was a marine importer and distributor. And I helped them out with trade shows and demoing anchors, if you can imagine doing that. Interesting. Oh, yes. And catalogs and bulk mailings and GSA sales. But I loved the marketing aspect and I liked changing the messaging Mm -hmm. and enjoyed talking to the customers actually to find out more what they wanted and needed. So early on that seed was set. And I went from there into advertising and then took a brief detour into owning my own art gallery in Laguna Beach for about four years And then I ran from there with my arms flailing. It's like, get me out of retail and switched (laughs) back over to PR. And the company that I was working for was just, this is in the mid nineties, just getting into web heavily. And I learned to write code there on the spot. And from there, I combined that with public relations. And we actually brought community of Leisure World to cityhood. I used to work with the city of Anaheim. Cities were our specialty. And when that company decided to just go virtual, they became my first client. And I have stayed with web branding, marketing, advertising, PR, all of that to make everybody look good online. Oh, wow. You are certainly ahead of the game. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all of us were trying to do the same thing at, at that time, but now it's even a necessity, of course. Now in our current climate, everybody has to look good online, which kind of takes us to our subject today of how not to look like an idiot oh <laughs> in these virtual meetings. And I know that's a little so, harsh, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this is a new medium for many people. And anytime something is new, we make mistakes. I was just on the phone this morning with a president of a company and his sales team has never used video conferencing as a sales tool before. And he was asking for this type of advice. So I think this is definitely going to be relevant for him and his team. Everyone is being forced to do it. Even the people who don't want to embrace technology or forced to. And so that's why this is so important today. So thanks again for bringing this to life for us. People are being, I would say, wistful or nostalgic over, oh, how it used to be. And we used to do this. We used to do that. 
that way isn't so great, actually. And I know one of the other hosts I deal with, Chris Beale, he likes to talk about everybody felt that they had to move their three-pound brain next to another three-pound brain just to come up with good ideas. We don't have to be in the same room anymore. Right. But we can learn how to do it better, and we can learn how to be more memorable, less annoying, and invited to participate in more things if we can kind of keep ourselves in check. Absolutely. And also more scalable, right? I know personally, I am used to flying to different cities every week. And when I would be on the airplane, sometimes I would think about, wow, what would I do with all this time if I didn't have to travel? Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> yes. And it difficult for some people to open up their thoughts because they were so used to being regional and go-to. Mm to open up the thought of you are no longer limited. Yeah. Your audience just grew. Yeah. And what's exciting about it too is I've said it already, but it's now everybody's forced to embrace it. Yes. And it's unfortunate the, the reason why, but we're here. So let's embrace it. Right. So let's talk about uh, virtual meetings and online meetings and uh, using video conferencing. So what are, what are some things that people can do before so they can be prepared for the online meeting and the virtual kind of camera on camera virtual meetings that we're seeing today. That is great. And then this is a reminder to folks, don't scoot in a minute before and just in turn on all your things, mm -hmm. turn on your mic, turn on this, test that. We're going to do things before. So the first thing you're going to do is tidy up. And by tidy up, if you had a screen or you were looking at this visually, you'd see behind me is totally clean. I don't have a lot of distractions or clutter. I don't have a mess. I don't have my children running back and forth. My pets are pretty much contained, but you want to tidy up, but it isn't just your physical location behind you. It's your desktop. So many times now we're having to screen share and our monitors become kind of our office or our presentation or our stage that we're inviting people into. Mm. Declutter it. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your gazillion shortcuts and things because you don't know how to organize your own computer. It's a mess. You shove it all in a folder and you can take it all out of there and splatter it all over the place again when you're done. But tuck it away. Make it simple and clean. And be careful of your image that is your wallpaper. You want to make sure that that's not offensive or distracting. <laughs> right. You don't want to have you know bathtub pictures of your kids and things like that. I usually actually do a white screen for my monitor. And the reason why I do that too is it gives me additional light sources on my face. Right. And when you're sharing on the internet and you're sharing tabs and things, just have the tabs open you need for that meeting. I know it's a pain to have to go reopen everything later that you were working on on either side of this meeting, but you look distracted and you look chaotic. And it also sucks a bunch of bandwidth. Mm. Keeping it as tidy as possible, as focused as possible makes you sound better. Your voice is better. More bandwidth can go to your voice and your video. Oh, that's an excellent point. And I'm sure people are not realizing that. I know myself, I always have LinkedIn on. I always have the Salesforce on, of course, Outlook, you know, a couple of the databases that we use internally. When I do online training though, I shut all of it down. And I never really thought, I mean, I, I, I assumed it helped bandwidth, but it was more for myself not to click on the wrong thing and show everyone my Salesforce pipeline or something. 
You're right. And it's so tempting too, when we're in, especially when we're in long meetings where everybody's participating, everybody can see you looking aside. And so to have all those windows closed helps you resist that temptation to jump over there. Oh, just check it for a second. They won't see, they won't see you're looking sideways. So you want to make sure those distractions are gone. And you brought up a good point though, closing everything down. It's not just that. Do a clean reboot, especially if you'll be speaking or presenting and turn off all notifications and ringers from your, your landline. If you still have one, I do because I, it's becomes my Yahoo phone number and I just send everybody there for junk calls mm. and my cell, I turn off all my ringers, not even just that, put it in airplane mode Yeah, yeah because so vibration can be heard. Vibrations, but also just shows up on you and you, it pulls your attention yes. if it's just not a, a, a notification. Too Pavlovian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the other thing is resist that green screen temptation. I know a lot of our cameras and things allow us to put a green screen in so we can have these, you gotta be careful because sometimes you look weird. If you move your hands around, yeah. your fingers disappear and if you're and your hair can disappear. <laughs> I had a a priest once and he was doing a morning meditation at the church I go to and he left it because he thought it was hysterical. He had this forest behind him, but he was on a beige wall and he's beige. Okay. And so his head disappeared. <laughs> and you saw the trees through it and he just left it because his whole, it went with his message, but we were laughing so hard. So be careful. And with the Hulk hands, you know, your hands going close and things. Yeah. Resist the green screen because that also sucks bandwidth. Just tidy it up, folks. Right. Put something behind you. Keep Get a root simple. divider if you have to. Yeah. And the final one is for your headshot, for those of you that hide video, because a lot of us do, we show up to meetings and we really don't want to be there. And so we put our little avatar up there, make it a good headshot so people can recognize you. Stop taking those stupid selfies with your arm out or cropping out people where you have a drink in one hand and, and a beautiful person on the other arm and you're at a wedding or a funeral or whatever it was that you were dressed up as, go get a headshot, have somebody help you take it Mm -hmm. and try not have it look like a mugshot. On my website, there's a tip to teach people how to take a good headshot. My four-year-old son taught them how to do it and you can learn too. This is just really helpful information. Kyla, excuse me. It's time to take a quick commercial break. And let's do that break to remind you that over 200 correlation studies show that natural aptitude is the most significant factor in predicting sales success. That's right. Natural aptitude. Asher's Advanced Personality Questionnaire, the APQ as they call it, consistently identifies peak performers in outside sales, inside sales, sales management, customer support, and 17 other business positions. If you want to find out how to find the winners and choose the right people, go to asherstrategies.com or call 866-833-9941. That's Asher Strategies at 866 833 9941. And now back to our show. We've been speaking with Susan Finch about how not to look like and sound like an idiot during online meetings. Now back to Kyla and Susan. You know, one thing you mentioned about was the the Pavlovian urge to look at your phone if you get a notification. So any advice for body language and behaviors when you're doing a, a virtual meeting? Yes. We see you the entire time, folks, and especially the speakers and presenters do. Look up at us. 
if you have to, you make your little Zoom window or whatever you're using, Hangouts or Meet or Face, I don't care what you're using, make it tiny and put it up by your camera to encourage you to look up there. Mm -hmm. And you might not be able to see everybody quite as clearly, all the little tiny heads, but you're looking at the speaker and nod and smile and cheer raise your arms and cheer or, you know, do like you learn the, when the signers and the, the deaf community, yeah. they wiggle <laughs> their fingers. It's a great way to show that you are in agreement. You are listening, you're paying attention and that they are reaching you. It's very difficult. I've been watching AGT lately and they're doing it without live audiences. Mm -hmm. You know, America's got talent and how hard that would be for a comedian performing for yeah. anybody giving a presentation without that audience reaction. And please stop texting during, we can see you when you're looking down. We can tell when your eyes are yeah. averted, when you're distracted, when you have the double chin, stop doing it. And yeah. don't arrive late. Stop arriving late and rustling things. Don't do that. <laughs> it's annoying. Mute yourself when you arrive until you're all settled and sit still. It's okay to cheer and stuff, but stop moving around and adjusting. And ladies, do not stand up in front of the camera. We do not need to see all that happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, my desk moves up. So that kind of helps me because stay active and engaged because I'm standing. But you're right. If you're sitting and then you stand, that's not good not luck. Good no. no. <laughs> what about communicating during the meeting? This is a place that I think many people miss out on great opportunities be memorable. You know what the topic's going to be. You can research the speakers ahead of time. You can go on LinkedIn. You can find out on their websites what they're talking about lately and research the topic. Have a couple of questions ahead of time. It's really difficult when somebody is presenting and nobody asks questions. Yeah. Even for me as a speaker, I have a class that I teach quarterly. I have some canned questions. I said, oh, so-and-so sent this in to me. I have those ready to go in case nobody asks questions. As an attendee, you will stand out more in these meetings to everyone if you ask the question of everyone because they might have the same question. That's how you become memorable. And you allow that speaker to expound on some smarty pants idea. Mm -hmm. And then when you're done, go back and mention somewhere that I learned this tip from whoever the speaker was and at mention them. Yeah. They might not connect with you on LinkedIn because some of them are in high demand, but you can follow their stuff and know what they're talking about. You can mention their company and that will get noticed too. Be memorable. But most speakers, even if they are in high demand, do appreciate that mention of their company or their name because it's just added promotion for them. It right? is. It is. And if you actually bring out a specific point, they know you listened. Right. And that's so kind to them. And that means a ton that something they said stuck with you. Yes. So how about after the meeting? Oh, this is where some bad things can happen. Sometimes we're given handouts and copies of the presentation. Oh, do I get a copy of that? Do I have to take notes? No, you'll get a copy of that at the end. Okay, great. Well, maybe it's something you paid to attend or only your company was invited. You need to be careful about sharing out that information, that presentation. Yeah, it was super easy to say, this was so amazing. I want to share it with you. Here, have a copy. Don't do that. That's not your presentation to share. It was shared with you because you attended. Ask. Make sure it's okay. The other thing is the host that invited you or the company that invited you, send a personal email. Thank them. 
thank you for having such an amazing guest. Copy the guest. This was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And if you're really on top of it, I dare you to write a note and mail it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everything old is new again, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, my son the other day asked if he could buy a vinyl record for $120. <gasps> I said, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, they're really cool. He's 14. I said, Okay, that's that's old as new again, I guess. <laughs> Turntables are back. Yeah. And we have a lot of stores around here that sell vinyl. I'm always looking for good vinyl without scratches at antique stores to give to friends that have turntables. That's great. That's great. What are some of the things other than women standing up, but I think men standing up is probably not a good thing either. What are some other examples of just mistakes that you've seen? Okay, folks, we all have better cameras now. We have put on your HD face. Yeah pluck it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Men, the nose hairs and the Yoda ears, you have to fix it. Oh my God. Because it is super distracting. Open wounds. For those of you that are prone to picking at your faces, I'm sorry to be gross, but cover it up or don't put your video on. Nobody wants to see your boo-boos. Well, those are very good tips. I mean, a lot of the things that you've talked about are things that we should be doing in in-person meetings as well, right? But we just <laughs> made me be reminded we don't have a camera very close to our faces when we're in in-person meetings. So um, yeah, that's definitely good advice. I'm sure you've seen the story. It was circling the, the internet when lockdown first started that a young woman was on a Zoom call and she was on a laptop and she took the laptop into the bathroom with her, put the laptop down and everybody could see her going to the bathroom. So that's another tip uh, we want to take away too is don't move around with your computer. Most of us are not going to take a, take, go to the bathroom with our computers, but I have seen that too, where people walk around their home while they're on an, a virtual meeting, you know, because they can, because they're using a, a laptop. Right. And that's distracting. It's rude too. Yeah. It kind of shows that you're not settled. I understand we're all juggling a lot of things, yeah. but there's a point that you have to make a decision that this is the time I'm doing this and be committed to that. It's professional. We're doing this. This is our living, even though living in home is all smeared together we're still professionals and we can still do our job very effectively and with a lot of class if we choose to. Kyla, Kyla, it's time for the wrap up. Susan, it's it's been fun to talk about (laughs) this with you and I'm sure our listeners are going to really have a a good time with it too, because they, they all have their stories too of people who've uh, done the, what not to do on these video meetings. But um, thank you so much for being with us. If any of our listeners want to, contact you or get in, uh, you know, kind of in in your network, uh, what would be the best way to connect? They can find me and subscribe to my periodic newsletters at Susan at SusanFinch.com. SusanFinch.com is my website. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Susan M. Finch. I'll be the one, the sassy looking person in red with my hands on my hips. (laughs) And you just tell me that you found me because of Asher Sales Sense, and I will be happy to connect with you. Awesome. Well, thanks again for these tips. They were extremely valuable and fun. Take care. It was great. Thank you. Bye. 
Thank you, Kyla and Susan. That's all the time we have for today. For our listeners, be sure to join us again next week at the same time. From now until then, John Asher reminds us to please, please get out there and sell something. Paul, take it away. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Asher Sales Sense, right here in the Funnel Radio Network for at-work listeners like you. 